Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew? B, what is going on? We are less than 24 hours away from the Lakers turning around their season. That's what's up. That's what's going uh, on. Are we less than 24 hours away from the Nets no. making investments into their future? I mean, if you want to call it that, I guess. Are we are we trading? Are we going are we gonna trade uh Mikhail Bridges? I don't we're getting know. so we many offers. We're getting so many offers, right? We, we, might, we might be talking about that later. Yes, we might be. We might be. Hey, what's going on, LBHT crew? It is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well. But if not, hopefully it gets better starting right now. We are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. All right. So wherever you're watching us, um, make sure you follow us, hit that like button, all that good stuff. If you are listening to us on our audio podcast, because we uh, we do have an audio podcast, that is how we started. Okay. Uh, make sure you give us a five star review. Also, share this out. Also, if you like podcasts, okay, look us up. Lunch break hot take. This is where you'll find the show in the audio version. So if you're listening to it on your lunch break, okay, maybe you can't put YouTube up on your screen. All right. We are available in podcast form as well. Um, look, the crew is already in here, B. They are already in here. Bazel is first. Shout out to Bazel. Salute to you. A guy Noah's in the house. What's going on, Noah? Thanks for coming through. Our guy Andrew's in the house. Oh, okay. Okay. I think it might have been the title. The title is like, oh, oh, how about getting cooked? I'm here. <laughs> Osman, salute to you. Thanks for coming through. Oh, wow. One of our, our newest patrons. All right. If you want to be awesome like Osmond, patreon.com slash LBHT show is how you do it. All right. Um, look, I, you know, speech, speaking of Patreon real quick, patreon.com slash LBHT show. All right. We have multiple tiers. All right. The lowest one is $5. Well worth the investment. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you guys, have you spent $5 on something this week that you're like, I wish I could have gotten that back? You know, like we, we do it all the time. You pay for something and it's just, a, it's a impulse buy. And you're like, ah, what a waste. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sure you have. Okay. Five, $10. I'm sure you have. Put that five to $10 into lunch break hot take and we will not disappoint you. All right. Patreon.com slash LBHT show. That's, a, that's how you do it. All right. You will not be disappointed. Okay. That will be fulfilling the whole month and then some. All right. And and if you're not signed up, uh, you know, head over to, to our YouTube page to the community tab and let us know why and what you want to see, what kind of perks you want to see to get you signed up. There you go. There you go. Jay the six, what's going on? Says, let me grab VIP seat. That's what he wants. Okay. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Thank you. Okay, okay. That's what I'm talking about. I be saying what's going on, says, what up, fam? Has Harz found a new babysitter yet? Oh, shots fired. Shots fired. We're going to be talking about that. Raven Rob, what's going on? Says, what up, LBHT? Harbs is fried, boiled, baked, burnt on the grill. The whole wow. nine. Oh, wow. we, don't, we, don't, we don't have these kind of conversations about our coach in Carolina. It's wild. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Oh man, Mr. Galloway. <laughs> no, no coach overstays their welcome in Carolina anymore. Also, I want you guys to take a second to to 
Go subscribe to Mr. Galloway, okay? Him and Hendo and Ferris had a great conversation yesterday. You need to check it out, okay? Uh, greatest woman rapper of all time. Who is it, right? They debate that uh, on the show yesterday. Go over there and subscribe. Mr. Galloway, M-I-S-T-E-R-R, Galloway, G-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y, all right? Just for my audio listeners. Uh, check him out. Dope content. All right. Yes. Speaking of Hendo, Ropod is in the house. Salute to you. Keelan Ooh, Johnson's in the house. Wow. What? He's not off work for another nine minutes. I don't know what's going on over there with Hendo. <laughs> snitching. That's, you can't uh, be snitching. You can't. Yikes. You're not off work either. Yes, I am. I'm off at seven on Wednesday specifically to do this show. <laughs> Dedication. All right. You're telling on him for being ded- a dedicated uh, viewer, <laughs> a dedicated fan. Wow. Marcus is in the house. <laughs> Salute to Marcus. Says, up, everybody? Uh, hope all is well. Yes, indeed. Zeke Hokage. Salute. Salute. Says, what's good, LBHT family? What's good with you? Jeremy's in the house. What's going on? Hey, thanks for coming through. Our guy Sterling says, hey, Jose, am I getting some of that ginger ale soon? Yes. Uh, Sterling has the hookup on some of the finest ginger ale, uh, at least on the East Coast. At least it's a little, it's a, it's got some kick to it. All right, it ain't for the faint of heart, but um, it's probably cool. in the in the four inner planets. If we're being honest, pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. I think you're talking about like how, how strong it is. it's strong. No, 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 no. Say it's good. It's, it's really good. It's really good. Yes, get some please and thank you, Tracy. What's going on, Tracy? Salute to you. <laughs> Thanks for coming Tracy? through. So it's glad to watch you all tonight. Hey, I'm glad you're here, Tracy. Uh. Living big with Big Reg. What's going on? What's up with you? <laughs> Yolanda B. Salute to Yolanda B. Says, good evening, LBHT family. Salute to all the ladies that watch this show, okay? First of all, the ladies really support this show. Really appreciate it, all right? Mm-hmm. Tell some more of your lady friends, okay? We're trying to build. We're trying to build this community, okay? We want more um, women sports fans, okay, to, to come over here and be a part of this community and enjoy uh, the content that we are providing. All right. Thank you so much. DDSQ, what's going on? Says, so what's good, y'all? What's good with you, DDSQ? Uh, Filthy's in the house, says Lamar officially won MVP. Did he win it tonight? I, I didn't even. Is the other award shows tonight? I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch those things. But he says you officially won it. So, okay. All right, Filthy, we're putting you on the spot, man. All right, look. All right. Don't. It, it, this, this is breaking news. Okay. We're giving you credit. Don't. It, this better not be a bump scoop. Okay. We're giving you credit. Filthy says Lamar officially won MVP. You know the powers that B wasn't going to let him get a Super Bowl and a second MVP. Uh, that's very tough to do to win MVP and a Super Bowl MVP on top of that. Yes. Um, very difficult to do. But two MVPs on his resume. As far as I'm concerned, he is a Hall of Famer. Um, you know, got to finish out his career, but he's 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 alive for the Hall of Fame, and I think he will get at least one Super Bowl when it's all said and done. So I'm not worried about this year in Carolina. <laughs> all right, look, we have a lot to discuss. Obviously, you see the title uh, is Harbaugh cooked. Oh, is he cooked? Also, Bryce Young is the one. Okay, that ain't coming from us. That's not coming from us. That's coming from C.J. Stroud. All right. 
We're going to discuss that. Uh, we saw firsthand when he was going 0-1 against Bryce Young this year. <laughs> we had the court of a public opinion. All right. This is going to be an interesting one. Um, we got some NBA to discuss because the trade deadline is near. All right. And we have a very fun overtime show for you guys. Okay. So all that's coming up. But first, we like to start every show with a Black History Fact. And B and Akole have a Black History Fact for you. Welcome to this week's LBHT Black History Fact. Today we celebrate Black History in progress in the form of Abu Bakr Salim and Surgent Studios. Salim, born in England in 1993, has worked on stage, in film, and on television. You may recognize him from Jamestown or Raised by Wolves. But arguably, his biggest and most famous role came when he voiced Bayek of Siwa in 2017's Assassin's Creed Origins. And I will kill you all! Everyone who sniffed the air that day in Siwa! Following his success, Voicing one of the few black protagonists in gaming, Salim founded Surgent Studios, a transmedia company dedicated to creating and sharing stories from unique perspectives across all forms of media. Surgent Studios are currently working towards the release of Tales of Kenzera, Zao, a Metroidvania-style action game starring Zao, a young shaman who makes a deal with the god of death to reclaim his father's life. The game is set in a mythological land inspired by Bantu tales and represents a departure from the Eurocentric stories found throughout mainstream media. Tales of Kenzera Zao launches on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch in April and has a free demo available on Steam right now. Yes, shout out to Bayek of Siwa. That is one of my favorite Assassin's Creed games. Assassin's Creed games. Assassin's Creed Origins. That was an amazing game. Uh, that's yeah. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. You know what? I forgot to mention B. So this is this is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. This is also our anniversary of the LBHT show. Okay, not lunch break hot take. We actually started the year prior on audio and then we you know made the transition over to to youtube but we started the lbht show in black history month so this is our third year yes our three-year anniversary we want to make a bigger deal out of this one of these days on on i believe february 16th oh now, okay so next I'm week not a hundred percent sure of that me neither but i believe February 16th. And I think last year I said this was our third year anniversary, but it's possible. It's actually, it actually our it's second possible. year. It's actually our two year anniversary. I said third year, but it's actually two year anniversary. This year is our third year anniversary of the show, of the LBHT show. Not of Lunch Break Hot Take, but of the LBHT show. We started in Black History Month. So, yeah. So, so yeah. Bum Scoop. It's not this week. It's next week. Next <laughs> week will be <laughs> three years, but we're approaching three years either way. All right. This week is an even more important uh, event in in the in the lunch break hot take history. Uh, this right here 
going on tonight that we're doing right now is our last show on StreamYard. Okay, and that is absolutely cause for celebration. Yes. Who are we going to? Don't say it because they ain't sponsoring us yet. <laughs> <laughs> and so if, if we say the name, one or two things have happened. One, they have sponsored the show, or two, something has gone terribly wrong. And we need to let you know. We need to let you know who's the blame for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Had to get the authorities involved with them. Yeah. Did, did you ever get your money back for that? Yeah, like okay. six months later. Jeez, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's going on, Danny? Says, wishing LBHT show a happy anniversary. Yes, thank yes. You, and there's the cash app. I'm glad you mentioned the uh, th- Thank you, Danny. Danny keeps us on track. The cash app, dollar sign LBHT show, okay? Also that pin link that you see in the chat box. That is how we do super chat over here, okay? I know some of you guys are looking for the super chat button. We replace it with the cash app and the pin link. The pin link will take you to our stream elements page. Just click on it. All right, I'll give you some options for donating. All right, I think it's powered by PayPal. You can use a credit card or whatnot. They have different payment options. All right, but either way, you know, you leave your leave your donation, you leave your comment, and you get an animation right here. Okay, microphone man will salute. Okay, in honor of your donation, and I'll read your comment on air. Much better than super chat. All right, that's how you do it. I think that uh, this is an important comment to read right here, though, uh, from Daniel Franklin. Valhalla was kind of boring, in my opinion. Origins was so much more expansive. Yes. Listen, I was I was pumped for Valhalla. Me too. It was unbelievably disappointing. England yeah. is nothing but moss, nothing but hills and brown monasteries and, and fog <laughs> and mud and, and 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 rivers that are two feet deep. I did like my I did like my third or fourth raid, and I was just like, "Are you? Are we sure we haven't hit this town?" <laughs> it feels like the same. Like, are you sure? <laughs> These people look very familiar to me. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was expecting to, uh, to be, to be Ragnar. You're not Ragnar. You're just some dude sidekick. It was awful all the way around. <laughs> did not, lo- did not love it. <laughs> Antonio, what's going on, my friend Antonio? Says happy hump day, guys. I'm sure you already talked about it. But John is cooked. We haven't started yet. We just been we just been talking. Uh, he's wasted Lamar's rookie contract and looks to waste this new one. But I appreciate you coming through. Antonio's been my friend since high school, man, and I'm, I'm glad that he's here supporting me, man. I appreciate you, bro. Um, yes. All right. Let's get into it because Antonio's ready. Okay, he's ready. Um, is he cooked? The reason why we're bringing this up is because recently he made a an attempt to bring back a good friend of his, okay, Jerry Rossberg. That's him right there, former special teams coordinator, and I think he did a good job as a special teams coach, mm-hmm. right? Uh, went on to to the Broncos after that. What was he? Uh, was he the same position? And I know he's an interim head coach uh, for you know, the I think last season. And obviously they didn't bring him back. And Harbaugh said, hey, he's my friend. I'm going to bring him back on staff. Uh, to be honest, I see nothing wrong with wanting to just bring your friend back. He does that all the time. Harbaugh is a very loyal person. He brings mm-hmm. friends on and he finds little titles and roles for them. That's called a hookup, right? Um, I actually have a lot of respect for John Harbaugh for doing that, right? Um, but this one's a little different. <laughs> He wanted to hire uh, Rosberg for 
the game manager position. Okay. And when I first heard it, I was like, okay, whatever. I don't know what a game manager is, but looking more into it, what they were saying was he was going to be the guy kind of managing the game on game days. Yeah. Right. So what do we mean by manage? Do we mean calling plays? Do we mean talk- yeah, you know, calling the uh, you know, time man- clock management? You know whether we're not whether or not we're going to challenge this player, that player, whatever. Uh, the things that John's supposed to be doing that John don't really want to do no more. Uh, John outsourcing every part of his job. Uh, but no, John Harbaugh's not cooked. I would use a different word. I think he's just expired. Uh, he's been there a long time. He is who he is. That sounds worse. He's not changing and. Well, I mean, it, it may sound worse, you know, but it's fine. Uh, look, he 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 won that Super Bowl uh, off the backs of great players, and it went to his head. And he said he's going to do it his way for the rest of his career. His way doesn't work, uh, and I think the message has gotten stale, particularly when it comes time to to play big games in the playoffs uh, and, and and get ready for them. Uh, so I, yeah, I think he's he's expired here in Baltimore. I think if he got fired or you know mutually parted ways with, uh, went somewhere else, he could probably reinvent himself a bit and and you know uh, become a good coach again. But in Baltimore, those days are done. Whew. boy! I mean, outsourcing your job like this is really his job. He doesn't really call plays, no, right? Uh, he doesn't call plays on the offensive side. He doesn't call plays on the defensive side. Now, obviously, he has his hands in everything, right? But he's not calling the plays. Um, really, I mean, I don't know what he does out there already. But if you're not even, you, you know what he does. Everybody, like we all ask this question: Oh, what does John do? What does John do? We all know what he does. We're just we don't want to say it. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> he wants to inspire people, right? But you're not even calling the you're not calling the timeouts. You're not calling. You're not challenging the plays. My man was zero percent on challenges this year. How is that possible? With with as bad as we all know the officiating the NFL is, how is it possible that you didn't call them out correctly once? And and there there were some bad calls made against us. That's the crazy yes. thing. Uh, uh man oh man uh <laughs> okay look the the this is bad guys Th- this is bad because what's going on agent e thanks for coming through uh and shout out to daniel franklin uh daniel franklin but and just Allo, what's up just Allo? but i mean this is this is your job and they didn't hire Jay Rossberg for whatever reason. They just said, you know, talks fell through and, and they didn't get a contract done. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean he's done trying to find somebody to outsource this to. John is out there every Sunday, midway through the first quarter, putting that play sheet over his head, over his mouth like, yo, is this, is this game over yet? Like, and once he finds a game manager, my man's going to be sitting up in the booth. And he gonna he gonna pull the shades and he is gonna be chilling for three <laughs> three and a half hours. Oh. And then and then his coordinators and his game manager are gonna fill him in on what happened. And then he's gonna go to his press conference and lie like he always does. Yeah, when he went in that press conference and was just like, yeah, you know, uh, of course we want to run the ball. Like I could I could I could meet him halfway on his statement. I, I wish I would have just played the clip, but 
basically he said, yes, he would have liked to run the ball more talking about the Chiefs game. Um, but when you're in the in the middle of the game, you're not you're not sitting there with a chart uh, trying to figure out how many times you ran, didn't run or or what's the media going to say? Because that's You got to know when John's taking a little jabs at people. He's definitely taking a jab at us. Like, oh, you're not thinking about oh, what they're going to say at the end of the game. You know, if we don't run the ball enough, <laughs> you know, damn well what, what why we're questioning you on that. Right. And it doesn't you don't need to look at a chart. B. You don't need to look at it and say, did we run the ball enough in the first half? You're watching the game, right? No. You exactly. Okay, well, uh I see we're not really moving the ball like we normally do. We're not in a rhythm and Gus Edwards has Gus Edwards has one carry at halftime. Okay? I only seen him out there run the ball once. I see Lamar running a few times. I don't like this. We need to we need to get settled down and establish the run against this weak run team, right? Yeah, defense. That, that's that's the the most damning thing right there. It's like you're not paying attention to how many runs are called because you're not calling the plays, whatever, and you're just kind of in the moment. But you know they're not a good run defense. You know they're in the bottom half of the league in run defense. It doesn't occur to you at any point. Hey man, it's been a while since I've seen a run. Uh, you don't ever look up at the big at the big scoreboard in the stadium where they where they tally those things and say, "Well, we only have like 15 rushing yards." What's going on with that? You don't hear Gus and Justice in your ear, which I'm sure they were telling you, "Hey, I've only had the ball once. We need to run the ball." Uh, you know, it, it, it's nonsense and it's BS. He gets to the playoffs, and you know, like. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name now. Uh, the guy who does the, the the recaps, the coach who does the recaps at other games every week, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, does the little skits. He, he gets to the playoffs and he pisses down his leg every <laughs> single year. <laughs> well, what I think is is John Harbaugh thinks he's going to completely outsmart these other coaches when yeah. he gets to the playoffs. And I'm not saying that's exclusive to him. I think other coaches think that too, right? They, mm-hmm. you know, they say some things for the playoffs gotcha, and they. they well, yeah, I mean, every coach, like they had different wrinkles that, you know, they they know there's a lot of tape on them throughout the season. They know the other team is going to look at their tendencies and whatnot. Right. Yeah. So you you give different wrinkles to to what you do. But Harbaugh is trying to completely change what they do. And you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You're you're a run heavy team. You want to establish that every year. You get success off of that, and then you get to the playoffs. You're thinking that you're going to fool people because you're not going to run the ball. You're going to air it out and catch teams off guard. But you have a team that's not equipped to pass the ball that often, right? Because even this team, this is this is probably <laughs> sad to say, this is Lamar's best wide receiver core he's ever had, and it ain't that good, right? Mm-hmm. Solid, but not great. And even with them, if you're not used to passing the ball that often right your o-line's not really used to you know pass blocking that often and i think they did a, a fairly decent job but that's that's not what they've been practicing in all year that's not you know, the, you know how you expect them to get any kind of rhythm you know so you're doing a disservice there and again like it's just not the type of offense that you that your 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 team is is built for so you're doing the work for their defense by taking yeah. yourself out the game and not only that, you're, you know, like you said, uh, everyone tries to go against their own tendencies. 
every coach, every team has tendency breaking calls uh, to, to try and fool the defense. But John Harbaugh tries to break tendencies by putting guys in positions where they're just not strong in. Uh, so to your point, you know, they're passing the ball a lot. Yeah, it's not a pass-blocking O-line. So, I mean, that's, that's strike one right there, right? Uh, but strike two, three, four, and five, is Justice Hill, I don't think he's ever made contact with a blitzing defender, but you had him out there pass blocking every single play, right? Yeah. Uh, he's he's an awful pass blocker, but you said, hey, if he's in the game, maybe, maybe they think it's not going to be a pass because who would be stupid enough to put this dude in pass protection every single down? Well, you would. Right, right. You would, John. We all know that. <laughs> Let me get a shot to the chat, man. 83 people in here. Hit that like button. If you're new, hit the subscribe button. We are about 200 away from 2,000 subscribers. Help us get there, please. We we, I, we had a goal for uh, by Super Bowl because we thought Lamar would be holding up the Lombardi trophy. Not going to happen this year, all right? But we don't want to wait until next year when he holds up the Lombardi trophy to hit 2,000. So help us get there uh, by the offseason, okay? I appreciate that. Okay, what we got in here? Our guy Keelan, oh, he went. Oh, there he is. Says they're putting a band-aid on a bullet wound. Uh, they know Harbs doesn't have it as a head coach anymore, but refuse to fire him because the head people of the org see him as family. We need Ben Johnson. I don't know about Ben Johnson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there were there were a lot of quality candidates this year. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about Ben Johnson. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about Ben Johnson, man. We would, we if we were going to fire Harbaugh, waiting for Ben Johnson, we would have been cooked. Okay. <laughs> Daniel Franklin says, "By the way, what is he doing with that play sheet? All I know is he isn't using it. <laughs> he just needed something to cover his mouth so nobody could see him praying for help." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he's praying for help. John doesn't seem to care whether they win or lose, uh, and 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 I don't even necessarily mean that in a bad way. Like he just doesn't—he doesn't have these huge, you know, emotional swings with it. I mean, you know, what I mean, uh, they lose the game, and he's in the press conference say, "Yeah, man, it's just kind of the way it went." I don't know. Uh, they, I like we. <laughs> Evil Harbaugh says Harbaugh should have been out after the Steve Saunders situation. No way he should have a job. Well, which uh, situation are you talking about? Are you talking about the COVID situation? Or are you talking about every player on your roster being continually injured situation? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, the, the, the thing with the thing with Harbaugh, and, and we said this stat a few times, right? It's the five year rule. Okay. No, no head coach and quarterback combination mm-hmm. have ever won a Super Bowl if they haven't gotten it done within the first five years. All right. Now, I will say this little ray of hope. Okay. I looked at that list. I saw, I think it was somebody in US, USA Today or somebody that like that uh, reported that. And he put out a chart of all the head coaching and quarterback combinations. Harbaugh's on there with Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. Year five. Before Harbaugh, I gotta go back and double check, but I, I you know, I, I, I think my eyes were 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 they weren't deceiving me. Before Harbaugh and Flacco, no quarterback had gotten it done, no quarterback and head coach had gotten it done if they didn't do it within four years. I think he was the first to do it within five. That's why I was hoping, oh, oh I was like, oh, maybe, maybe six, maybe he could do it again. Maybe he can, you know. Make history again. So six, no. 
Seven? Huh? Seven? No, I'm going to say no because he's a bad coach. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that he's not going to win another Super Bowl, period. Uh, but the reason for that, but the, the reason why you had this five-year rule is because after a while, you know, things just get stale. All right. If you, you, that's a long time to be with a coach and you don't win a Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. If you're winning a Super Bowl, you know, your message resonates with the team more. OK, they, they buy in a little bit more. But that many years and you're not winning. Yeah, your coach can still be good, but you're not getting the results. The team just doesn't hear you. Well, it's just a, it's a thing where, you know, if you're winning the Super Bowl, it means you have the coach and you have the quarterback. And, that, and if it hasn't gotten done after five years, it's a signal that one of those things is not uh, in, in, in place. Yeah. Usually it's the coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anybody, because there's a lot of hardball defenders out there. And look, if you're a hardball defender, it's fine. We're not going to flame you here. Okay. You're, you're safe. All right. Uh, but a lot of hardball defenders will tell you it's it's not hardball. Hardball's fine. And they'll throw shots at Lamar. Okay. You can believe that. But the facts are this Lamar Jackson is the one who just signed a brand new contract. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lamar Jackson's contract is what counts against the cap. Okay. Uh, Harbaugh's, he can go anytime. It doesn't affect the cap. Okay. Lamar is staying long term. I don't think, and again, I don't think John Harbaugh's leaving. I don't think they're going to fire him. But in terms of who should stay, who should go, it's Harbaugh. Right, they made the investment in Lamar Jackson. Uh, Harbaugh's had his his time, and it's, and it's, it's time for him to go. What are you laughing at, B? Pay the bill says we'll flame you in the chat, though. <laughs> no, you won't. You'll be nice, pay the bills. You'll be nice, okay? Uh, we we don't we don't like you know. You do it. You do what you feel, pay the bills. Ha, have some fun, but don't. But yeah, no, no, no. Don't 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 go overboard with it. All right. Don't make me pull out Nightbot. Nightbot will flame all of you. <laughs> I almost imported him just to see. Just to see what will happen. But no. <laughs> He's going to pop up one day. You guys are going to be shook. <laughs> if you don't know who Nightbot bot is, consider yourself lucky. We tried to do a giveaway one time. And we programmed Nightbot. We thought we programmed Nightbot. Uh, turns out Skynet did. And as soon as we unleashed Nightbot in the chat, he kicked he kicked damn near everybody out. <laughs> it, was a, it was like a half hour reign of terror. Uh, <laughs> we gotta we gotta move on here to our next topic. Uh, Zach Orr, new yes. Ravens defensive coordinator. Yes, yes. Uh, shout out to our guy Zach Orr. Very happy for Zach Orr. I'm a big fan. Okay, because when he was playing. He was very good. His career got cut way too short. Got an injury. Mm-hmm. Dr. said he just, you know, he can't play anymore. That his last year he played, he was second team all pro. I, I went to go to go look it up because I, I remember he was he was up there with tackles. Had, had over 130 tackles, uh, like three interceptions, like five pass defenses. Like he was a beast. And I was so happy that we had him. And, you know, career cut, cut, cut short. I think he was like 23, 24 years old. I mean, extremely young. He's still young, right? Yeah, he's so, 31 now, I believe. Yeah. So he's been on the coaching staff. I mean, he started out, uh, I think, scouting and whatnot. He's been, he's been with the team for a few years now, and he's been working under Mike McDonald for the last two years. So they feel like he's ready now. 
Is he going to be ready? That's what we're going to have to find out. <sighs> who who is going to be? I, I think he mentioned somebody on on the coaching staff that's going to kind of help guide him. Or I think like somebody mentioned that. I I can't quite remember because you know he's he's young. It's his first time out there. Um, so there's going to be some coaches on staff with experience to kind of help him out. Um, but do not expect Mike McDonald, especially in year one. Mike McDonald wasn't Mike McDonald in year one, right? Uh, but listening to him talk, obviously he's going to have that passion. He's going to have that passion of a football player because he was, and um, he's high energy. And listening to him talk, he says, hey, look, I, I want them to be high energy out there on the field. You know, control violence, I think he called it. Uh, and, and that's good. That's all good lip service. But we got to see how the actual product looks on the field. How do you feel about this hire, B? Uh, I mean, all right. I, mean, I liked him as a player. Uh, you know, I, I think it's great that he's got his, his coaching career going. Obviously, he's well thought of. Uh, and, you know, he, he's climbing the ladder very, very quickly. Uh, very early in his career yeah but i mean i don't know we'll see uh you know every <laughs> heard a lot of time ago every defensive coordinator says the exact same thing in their introductory press conferences like i was waiting for you to say hey yeah we're gonna be multiple we're gonna be aggressive that's what they, they all say the exact same thing no defensive coordinator goes up there and says we're gonna be conservative right you know, they all say we're gonna attack the offense they don't all yeah. do it right right so i mean we'll see and i think that but i, I do think that having a young high energy coach uh is is a good thing because i think they're gonna have a lot of new faces on defense like a, or a lot at least a lot of guys playing a lot more snaps than they're used to um, yes so i mean i i think it's good to have somebody who's young and energetic kind of you know trying to corral that group uh, and i you know i hope he does well as a, a fan of his as a player yeah yeah evil lamar says i hope he's not a wink clone I don't think he's going to be wink. You know, he's going to he he worked under Mike McDonald, right? I think they're going to try to keep that defense very similar to what what's been there for the last two years. So I don't think it's going to be blitz happy. I think that's what got Wink up out of here and got him up out of New York is he blitzes too much, right? So I don't expect to see that, especially because we're going to be losing a lot of players on that side of the ball. You know, I, I think it's going to be a bend but don't break type defense like we like we've seen. Um, you know, really protect that red zone, protect that end zone. You hold them to field goals, fine, we can live with that. You know, so there's going to be a high focus on that. And again, you know, I mean, we got to wait to see how the rest of that coaching staff is built up. But I don't think the defense is going to fall off a cliff. But it's mm-hmm. not going to be like it was last year. We lost a lot. We're going to lose a lot of players. We lost. Almost the whole coaching staff, even if Zach Orr is good, you know, that's that's a lot of turnaround in one season. Yeah. And this is also the reason why I don't believe the Ravens should be making an investment on defense this offseason. I don't think they should sign, resign any of those guys. I don't think they should resign Matabike. I don't think they should resign Patrick Queen. Love those guys. If 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 this was a this wasn't a salary cap league, I would say bring them all back. But if we have to make choices, none of those guys should be coming back. I don't think Clowney should come back. I don't think Van Noy should come back. Let the young guys that you drafted play, right? Maybe get one or two veterans, right? That, I mean, that's that's what you do, right? And just let that young team play. You still have some very good players on defense. You still got Roquan, 
You still have Kyle Hamilton. You still have Marcus Williams. You still have you still have Marlowe. I know people are kind of down Marlowe. Yeah, for now, for now. Um, but you, you have him for now. Stevens played well. We'll see if he can repeat that. But roll with that and let it play out however it's going to play out. I don't think we're going to be a bottom-tier defense. If we're middle of the pack, I think that's the worst we'll be. We'll be fine as long as we're making the investment on the offense. What you reading? Yeah. Uh, no, I'll just look at some of the comments there. Uh, but, yeah, that about uh, sums up my uh, opinion on Zach Or You know, don't have much of an opinion on him at this point. He was just a position coach very, very, very early in his career. Uh, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully he does a good job. Now, speaking of good jobs, this coordinator did not do a good job. Okay. But it doesn't matter because he's back. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Roman is back in Los Angeles. Woo! Boy, I thought we were going to say Baltimore for a minute. Uh, Ian Rappaport uh, teased this out a few days ago, and this is comical. It says, sources, the Chargers are expected to hire respected offensive mind Greg Roman for a prominent spot on the staff of Jim Harbaugh as he's heading there tomorrow. The two sides are working out details. Now, uh, it has later been reported that he is, in fact, going to be the offensive coordinator. Respected, boy. That's a strong word. I bet it's accurate. They respect a lot of people in that league. Uh, look, they, they, respect them. <laughs> they respect them as a, as, a, as a human being. He seems like a very nice person. It does. You know, it seems, it seems like a good guy. I, yeah. But even that expression on his face, like, pull, pull that picture back up. <laughs> like, the, the, the look on his face in this picture is like, you sure you're looking for me? <laughs> like, did you call the right number? He was like, I would love to be a consultant. But coordinator? Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I want the job, but I just want to, I don't want any kind of, you know, I don't, I don't want any incidents when I show up at the building. Like, you say coordinator? Gre- Gregory Roman, yes? <laughs> You, not run game coordinator, offensive yeah. coordinator. I mean, run game is on offense. Did you mean that? <laughs> but the, this, this is on. This is fine uh, because they have a head coach who is going to be running the pass game. So it's whatever. Uh, that yeah. he, much like much like John, Jim takes care of his boys. That's his boy Greg. You know, he was the offensive coordinator when the 49ers went to the Super Bowl. He brought him back. That's fine. You know, they have a they have a really good quarterback. They've got a couple, I mean, for now, they've got a couple of really good wide receivers and a running back. I know that some of those guys probably aren't going to be there, but they're picking fifth. I imagine they'll get another wide receiver. Uh, and I think that Jim's going to be running the pass game. I don't think it's going to be much of an issue. It's not going to be like what you saw in Baltimore. They're right. going to look like a real NFL offense because he's not going to be running the entire thing himself. Now, I can't wait for the narratives on this, right? Because this can go a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. One, the offense doesn't look good. And people are gonna be like, of course, it's great Roman. You know he doesn't know how to draw pass plays. Would why did you do that? But or like you said, Jim Harbaugh is gonna be the one that's actually running at least the passing part of it. Mm-hmm. All right. And he'll look fine. Justin Herbert is a good quarterback, and Justin Herbert will have a good year. They'll make the playoffs, and people will be like, Oh, see, you know, great Roman does know how to call offense. Mm-hmm. Oh, look what happened when he when he has a quarterback that can pass. People are going you know people are going to throw those shots out there. And and completely ignore the Lamar won MVP uh under Greg Roman. But, he won it under Greg Roman and he's and he's winning under Todd Munkin. 
right? So, so, but be ready for that that narrative. Yeah, no, absolutely. But there's, there's going to be whatever narrative uh, people can find to to hate on Lamar Jackson because that's just that's a hobby that people have hating on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but there's another another narrative there. If he really is that good, what happened here in Baltimore? Right? Like, yes, we had the 2019 season MVP, uh, but couldn't pass. I think I know the answer to that one. Uh, it starts with a John and ends with Harbaugh. Right. Jim can provide something on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. John can't. Right. So this is why it's important. Looking, John doesn't have to be an offensive genius. He's not. Doesn't have to be a defensive genius. He's not. Mm-hmm. Right. But get guys that are. Yeah. You know, Jim knows offense. His coordinator coordinator doesn't have to be an offensive genius. So this I do think will work out, and you know that's that's his that's his boy. They went to the Super Bowl together, and you know he's comfortable working with him. Fine, whatever. Uh, he's not going. He's not going to get there uh, with this team. But well, especially you know I think they're going to lose Austin Eckler. They're yes. probably going to lose Mike Williams at the least. Maybe Williams and Keenan Allen. Uh, they're they're in for a mini rebuild. They're going to lose Khalil Mack. Uh, there's talk that they're probably going to move on from Joey Bosa. So, I mean, they're, they're going to look a lot different than they do right now. Yeah. Nine people in here. Hit that like button. If you are new, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. All right. And if you're looking for the super chat, we do it two ways here. One, right below B, dollar sign, LBHT show. That is the cash app. Also, the pin link that you see in the chat box will take you to our stream elements page. Both ways, leave your donation, leave your comment. You'll get a nice little animation right here from Microphone Man, and I'll read your comment on air. That is how super chats are done here, ladies and gentlemen. All right, and we'll read a couple. We'll give you a couple comments right before we move on here. I, I like the I like the pace of this show. I like the pace here. All right, this is this is going lovely. All right. Uh, also, Patreon.com/slash/LBHT show. If you want more of this content right after this show, as soon as we're done, we're going to be doing the overtime show, and that is for patrons only. All right, did I put the promo up here? Oh, look at this. Steven Jackson and Austin Rivers are getting into it over Bronny James. And then yeah. them teeth were shining. They were. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, you got some work done. They, they look good. They look good. Um, we'll be talk, talking about that. We'll be talking a little bit of Xbox. Xbox making some power moves here. All right. And anything else that comes up. All right. Anything that, that, that comes to your mind, we'll discuss that on the overtime show. So if you have as little as five dollars in your pocket, make that investment. Uh, let's see what we have here. Uh, Rom Diallo, what's going on? Says that's exactly what will happen. They'll pretend Giro was scapegoated when he was just astronomically bad. Yeah, yeah. The, and you know who it will be. It, it will be your Florios and, and whatnot. They'll sit there and be like, yeah, you know, he he actually can coach. You know, like, uh, you know, he it's, it's just Lamar just just couldn't couldn't, you know, get the concepts right. And OK, whatever. I, I, just, I can't stand my Florio, man. And, and I can't stand, uh, you know, sports talk. I can't even I, you can't call it sports journalism because there are no standards. And there are no consequences. I'm still waiting for the Des Bryant tape to come out. That he promised was coming within hours, you know, a, a decade ago. Like he said, he he saw it. He said he yeah. saw it. Didn't yeah. exist. Why are you still a thing? Yeah. 
let's see. Sterling says hot take. Maybe he secretly wants to be fired. Talking about the John Harbaugh? No. Yeah. No, he doesn't want to be fired. He's just comfortable. He knows he's not going to get fired. You know, um, but I can see a little bit of that. You know, if he if maybe he's a little tired of coaching in Baltimore, but he's not going to quit and walk away from the money. He's like, why won't you fire me? Right. MDT Sports says Doc Rivers of football. John Harbaugh is not the Doc Rivers of football. You guys are giving him way too much credit. Doc Rivers has been to two finals. Okay. Harbaugh's been to one, one, one Super Bowl. So he is not Doc Rivers. I saw a clip of Phil Jackson uh, talking to the uh, the Lakers when they were playing the Celtics in the finals one year against Doc Rivers. And they came into the huddle in the fourth quarter. And Phil said to them, he's like, listen, nobody loses in the fourth quarter like these guys. They lose more games in the fourth quarter than anybody else, and they're just showing you that right now. I was like, <laughs> damn. That's doing your homework. <laughs> this is the Purple Patrol wants John Harbaugh out. When you lose like that, yeah, man. Yeah, because again, it's it's what we saw back in 2019, right? But this time it, it was just it was worse. You saw that they didn't run the ball, right? So you can say whatever you want about about Lamar. And if you feel that way about Lamar, if you think Lamar's not that great, you should be even angrier about what went down that game because they didn't hand the ball off, mm-hmm. right? They didn't do anything that you think uh, this team should be. They didn't do it, right? So that's coaching. And the answer for why you didn't do it, you know, it just it just didn't suffice this time. People didn't, they didn't drink the Kool-Aid this time. You know, it's like that that old song says, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. John ain't got it. He ain't got it. Uh, Luke K says, does Harbaugh talk to his players during the game on the sideline? Why does Harbaugh hold a play sheet during the game? <laughs> that is crazy that people are asking why the head coach is holding a play sheet <laughs> I'm gonna during the game. I'm going to so hard if he comes back in 2024 without a play sheet. <laughs> I hope he. You, I, I hope he does just to troll people. Honestly, like that would be hilarious. I give him credit for that. I'll tell y'all <laughs> right now. When they say they don't listen to all that talk out there, they don't. They don't listen to the media and social media. They absolutely do. They Bro. they do. They have people that do. They listen to that because Jay Rosberg not coming back to Baltimore was a direct. It is a direct result of fans. Blowing back on that, saying, nah, hell no. John you don't Harbaugh call your plays? He's one of the 99 people in here right now. He's just not saying anything. <laughs> is, is that you, Luke? Are you John? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 100 people in here. Man, salute to you guys, man. Who we got in here? Uh, okay, we got a few people over. Oh, we got some people watching on X. X Twitter, okay. Got a couple of people on Facebook. Shout out to the Facebook crew. We got one person on Twitch. What? What? Okay. All right. Shout out to the Twitch, the, the Twitch viewer. Who <laughs> said caught me? <laughs> 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 All right. What do we have next? Is it is it are we doing Panthers? We we, we gotta go to court. For the, I think it's time to go to court. Okay, uh, hold on. You know, some, some we saw a Ravens fan in there talking about wanting this guy. Uh, and so we gotta, we might gotta put them on trial. Okay, okay. Look, 
Court of Public Opinion, new segment. You guys seem to like it. All right. Every week we pick somebody to go on trial. Right. Everybody has has their opinions. They judge people. All right. They, they may not be guilty in real life, but they may be guilty in the court of public opinion. I also want to mention before we get started that YouTube is still trying to take our money for uh, this content that is not it, it is, it is it, it, we are protected from the copyrights of that that opening. All right. Mm -hmm. We have permission to use that. And YouTube needs to stop taking our money. All right. The, the, you guys, are, we're, we're taking you to court. OK, you, we're, can't, we're, you can't split pennies, guys. You can't do it. <laughs> right. It's the smallest denomination of, of, of currency. They say we'll try though. <laughs> but anyway. Ben Johnson. Washington Commanders versus Benjamin Johnson. Once and current offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. Yes. Thank you. I'd be saying YouTube is guilty. All right, they've already been judged. Yes. All right. So Ben Johnson, what did Ben Johnson do? Somebody asked for Ben Johnson in the chat. Okay, we 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 try to tell you, hey, look, I don't know, man. There's 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 some heat coming in on him. You you might want to back up from from Ben Johnson. All right, let me let me find what's going on with Ben Johnson here. Uh, where did the picture go? Did I delete it? Oh, I did. Mm -mm -mm. I did. Mm -mm. That's uh, no, that's okay. We're gonna read this. We're gonna read this quote, and I'll, I'll pull it up. Read, read that real quick. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up. Uh... Yeah. So Ben Johnson, by the quote here, outrageous, simply outrageous. That's not how you conduct business. It is how you ruin your reputation. Uh, that's a leak source to the Athletic on Ben Johnson's late exit from the Commanders' head coaching search. So if you don't know, uh, he was one. Of, he was the favorite uh, to get the the commander's head coaching job uh but this tweet that you, hear, you see from the athletic right here ben johnson's agent shared his plans to stay in detroit by texting washington officials while the commander's group was on a flight to michigan uh, league sources shared one unified sentiment the commanders got screwed yikes old words yikes uh, so if you don't know, again, Ben Johnson for the second year in a row was arguably the top uh, coaching candidate out there, uh, you know, maybe with the exception of Jim Harbaugh. Uh, and he got deep into the interview process again. Last year, he was offered a second interview with Carolina, turned it down, and then pulled his name out of every uh, opening and said he wanted to go back to Detroit. He had some unfinished business. Okay, whatever. Uh, this year, he's the front runner for the Washington Commanders job. Like the tweet said, they were flying out to Michigan to interview him again, and they get a text saying, "Nah, son." And you know, his agent said, "No, he he doesn't want it," uh, and he pulled his name out of every opening again, and said he wanted to go back to Detroit because he wanted to win a Super Bowl with the Lions. Uh, yes, Danny, very unprofessional, uh, Ben Johnson. Tell them ahead of the flight and and. And a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he didn't know. Like, oh, you, oh, y'all coming today? I thought, it, I thought it was Sunday, mm -hmm. right? No, I, I'm not. I'm not ready. No, 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 no. They 
let you know ahead of time, right? They put it on your calendar. You accepted it. You know, they said, "Hey, you know what? Because because uh, you're still you're still in the playoffs, you're in the NFC Championship game. We'll come out to you." You said, "All right, fine." And when they're flying out, you didn't you didn't even. Well, this was this was after the. Uh... This is after they were eliminated. They can't meet in person until they're eliminated. So think about so, so okay. They already lost. So so they did the courtesy of flying out to you, even though usually you got to fly out to, to them, right? To talk to them. They said whatever. He said I don't I don't want to fly out to Washington. It's not a good time for me. Right. Well, to be to be fair, I think that they were flying to Michigan uh, because they were going to interview Aaron Glenn as well. Uh, they weren't going to hire Aaron Glenn, but they were going to talk to. Him. Uh, he is also in Michigan. You know, he's the the Lions' defensive coordinator. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, oh, they they need their, their token interview. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think, it, I don't think it was bad. I think they had, they had, uh, interviewed minority candidates already. I believe, uh, mm-hmm. not a hundred percent sure on that, but they, they wanted to talk to him. Yeah. So either way, he said, "No, uh, you wasted your trip. Uh, thanks, mm-hmm. thanks for thanks for thinking of me, though." I don't even know what's worse. No, I do know what's worse. <laughs> Josh McDaniels, who did this and still end up with the head coaching job. So even though as bad as it looks, it's very unprofessional. Um, and it, it it pissed him off, the 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 commanders. Ben Johnson will still get a job next year. Yeah, and to be fair, this isn't this isn't nearly as bad as what Josh McDaniels did. Uh, Josh McDaniels accepted the job, put together a coaching staff, and then said, psych, changed my mind. Uh, and the Colts were not not necessarily forced. They could have just let those guys go, but they kind of felt obligated to employ those guys since they had put together the staff already, and obviously jobs at that point had dried up. Uh, one of those guys was Matt Eberflus, who went on to become the Chicago Bears head coach. Uh, he was he was on the staff for Josh McDaniels with the Colts. Um you know, the, the other part of this is the talk that it wasn't really that he wanted to go back to Detroit because he wanted to win a Super Bowl in Detroit because you're not going to win a Super Bowl in Detroit because your quarterback is Jared Goff. Uh, it's that he wanted too much money and he priced himself out of every job, essentially. that You know, before the coaching searches really even got going, you know, still during the season, uh, there was a, a report out there that he wanted $15 million a year to be a head coach. And everybody kind of laughed because, no, you're not. Right. Uh, but, you know, there, there's there's talk that that may be true. And maybe 15 was not the number, but it was a, a number that nobody was really willing to pay for Ben Johnson. Now, I'll say this. Uh, if you have your number and you think that's what you're worth, stick to your number. And if they aren't going to give you your number, then who cares if you missed out on the Washington commander's job? And honestly... Honestly, who cares if you miss out on the Carolina Panthers job too? Right? Those aren't those aren't desirable jobs. I mean, Washington is Washington is is a fine job. You know, they've got some talent there, but the new owner I don't think is is a huge improvement over the the previous owner. Uh, and it's the Commanders, right? So yeah, if I'm Ben Johnson and I'm like, hey, you're not. And also, you know, one thing that we didn't put up here, uh, there was a, a leak out of a quote from Ben Johnson talking about how they're kind of arrogant basketball guys and they're coming into the league and he thought they were going to ruin, you know, try and ruin the league, try and do, trying to do things the way they do things in basketball. Because uh, Josh Harris is the was the owner of the 76ers. He might still be the owner of the 76ers. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, 
if you don't want the job, you don't want the job, right? And ideally, yeah. ideally, you let them know before they get on the plane. But if you don't really come to that decision until they're on the plane, I mean, send them a text when they're on the plane. Okay, I, I, look, you, you don't you don't go through with the interview when you don't want the job. You don't, Josh, Josh, listen. You don't take the job when you don't want the job, <laughs> all right? And you certainly don't do the job when you don't want the job. So you let them know. They move on. It's <clears throat> it's absolutely not his fault that you hired Dan Quinn. That's not on no. Ben Johnson. Okay. <clears throat> there, there were plenty of other options. You just picked the worst one because you panicked. Uh, that's, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> ben Johnson did what was right for Ben Johnson. And Ben Johnson is not guilty. Oh well, that's right. Uh, I'm gonna say he's guilty. He he is guilty. Okay, this 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 is one of those things where he's guilty, but there are no victims here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, he you 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 absolutely. That's just common courtesy when you know they're flying out to see you. Don't waste anybody's time. Boom. Okay. Oh, here we go. Boom. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, you That's don't right. you don't waste people's time like that, right? Common courtesy. Hey, don't fly out here. It's, it's again, it's not like it was a supply a surprise flight. It's not like they're like, hey, we're calling you from a private jet. We're coming out to see you. Ah, no, don't do that. Right? No, 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 no. And you know, you know he knows he was wrong because he didn't call them or text them. He had his agent do it. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me let me answer this. I'm gonna I'm look, no, no, no. All right, we're going to throw it back to Tommy Cutlets and, and, and my guy uh, Stilato right now. What is the agent for if not to handle stuff that, like this, right? No, his job is to negotiate contracts. extra 10K, and this dude sent the text message. All right, that's what they're there for. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're, not for. Uh, we're not relitigating. We're not relitigating. We're not relitigating. We're not okay? relitigating He's guilty. Because I won. Uh, but lost. this is what the agent is for. They are there. This is why they get the percentage that they get. It's not just negotiating the contract because, I mean, as you've seen multiple times in the NFL, you'll need an agent to negotiate your contract. They're there to handle uh, uh, the liaison between uh, you and the team. Handle the client's handle, mess? No, no, no. Not the client's mess. They're there to handle communications between you and the team because – because, like uh, the teams will tell you often, we don't want to say things to the player that we want to say about the player, right? So that's why the agent is there. So so you have that third party who can say, no, we're not going to pay Lamar because Lamar sucks. He can clean that up before he goes to Lamar to tell him, right? That and happens. so in this in this scenario as well, in this scenario as well, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to get into it going back and forth. He's already insulted them, calling them them arrogant basketball people right you don't want him getting on on the phone saying something Who like that, that to the owner. yeah that, that that leaked out there you know he called them arrogant basketball people and they're gonna ruin the uh they're gonna, they're trying to ruin the league doing things the way they do things in basketball you okay. don't want him getting on the phone saying something like that or texting something like that so you as the agent the the third party who's not emotional about this situation he's not invested in that situation like that you get on the phone and you Send the text now. Maybe you should call, but you—I'll <laughs> give you that. I'll give you that. But you are the one who delivers that message. Let me let me ask you something. Yes. When the team is interviewing a coach, mm-hmm. 
does the agent do they interview the agent instead of the coach and say, "Hey, well, whatever questions you have, I can answer for you. I already, I already, uh, deposed the the coach, and and you know we got the, we got your questions here, and and and, and you know I'll answer them for you." Or do they? Or do they interview the coach? Do they sit down and talk to the coach? They they, they sit down and they talk with the coach because you got to get to know the guy if he's going to be working for you. Okay, but but so, he's not going to be working for you. But 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 that's my point. What you're talking about is contract negotiations, right? When you're trying to figure out how much money we're going to pay, that comes after the interview. They didn't get to the contract negotiations. They were at interview part. We're coming to see you. We're not coming to see your agent. We're coming to see you. No, 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 no. The interview itself is the only time that you are in direct contact with the ownership group and all that. I mean, obviously, aside from like day-to-day stuff, if you're already working for them, uh, they don't contact these coaches directly to set up these interviews to to gauge interest in these jobs. You go through the agent. You know, you go, you contact their agent to find out, hey, would he be interested in interviewing for this position, that position, whatever? And yeah. then the agent said, the agent gives you permission. Then you can talk to him. Okay. Now and, this is and, the agent turning off that faucet. And I would have, I would have agreed with everything you were saying if Ben Johnson would have came out and said, my agent should have notified them sooner. But instead, he said those arrogant basketball guys are going to ruin the league. He said that he in told a private moment. Okay, to to I mean now now we're getting into D'Angelo Russell territory. I didn't submit that, that evidence to court. You that submitted to, that. No, no, no. Sir. I'm saying this, this is this is where we're getting into deloading territory. He said that to somebody who repeated it when they should not have. Okay, that's. Oh, we have a question from the jury. The jury wants to know. Wow. So why do you have a secretary? What do you mean? Why does who have a secretary? If the agent is handling all the sec- secretary work, why do you have a secretary? Well, I don't think Ben Johnson does have a secretary. No, I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure what he's asking there. Pay the bills. Uh, agent E wants to let you know he's back. He's back. And first of all, first of all, people don't have secretaries. They have administrative assistants. What are you like, <laughs> eighty years old, bro? Come on. Uh, but no, that, that this. But that yes, you have people who handle these kind of communications. Yeah. Who are you? Right? And that's all the agent was doing. He was stepping in and doing his job so that his client didn't get on the phone and potentially say something stupid that could damage his reputation further. Uh, and and he was right to do that. Alex has a question. What is he supposed to do if he decides he doesn't want the job until after the commanders are on their way? Be a professional. Right? You accepted the interview. Be a professional. Do the interview, and then kindly decline the the position. That's what you're supposed to do. But you know what? That wouldn't have uh, that wouldn't have, have, have cut off these comments that we're seeing from the commanders because that second interview, uh, you know, I think we all know when they fly out for that second interview, they're flying out to close the the the, the deal, right? They thought yes. that he was the coach. So if he if you fly out, he does the interview again. Uh, and you think, hey, man, we love this guy. We want this guy to be our coach. Everything went well. And then you make him an offer, and he's like, no, thank you. Well, You're going to be just as angry. Well, that's where you come in and say, my agent will, will, 
will be in contact with you. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, think, I think that we can agree that they, they are lacking a bit of uh, tactfulness in how they delivered the message. You let you let you the point is the agent delivers that message. They're coming out to see you. Okay. You let them take you out to eat and you joke around oh, and have a good time and all that. And waste money too, huh? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's see. that's all. Yeah. So do all that and then say, hey, okay, my, my agent will 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 write it, you know, he'll he'll contact you and we'll we'll take things from there. And then the agent will break the news to him. That's how you do it. it see, this what if they're and, like Mark bonus and he wants to do a handshake? Where do you do that? You say I don't shake hands, I I, I do fist bump, COVID. Okay. <laughs> so, listen, bottom line, bottom line so, here. But, is that Ben Johnson did what was right for Ben Johnson, and Ben Johnson okay. is not guilty. Okay. That's, I, that's I, the headline. I, I say Ben Johnson is guilty. However, this is a victimless crime, okay? Because <laughs> Washington is not a victim. Washington, okay, why, why, why I'm, 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 I'm you know, doing my closing statement here, put in the chat, guilty or not guilty, all right? This is how it works. I know some people jumped the gun, all right? You jumped out of turn. Now is your time. To reach your verdict, jury. Okay, everybody in the chat, guilty or not guilty for Ben Johnson. Okay, I know you guys are going to jump out there and say commanders are guilty. Commanders are not on trial here. Okay, they are filing the complaint, but they are not the victims. We have already ruled them victimless. Okay, now Washington, they are not the victims because this is how the interview process works. Don't just cherry pick there, B. I what see you, you skipped you over. About? I see I see you cherry picking. We go in I'm order. Your, so. I'm going to call your clients weak. <laughs> They're not my clients. <laughs> I'm the prosecutor. I would say it said guilty. I was reading it says not guilty. <laughs> Danny says guilty, all caps. But no, but no, seriously. Washington, this is how the interview process works, right? You identify the coach that you already wanted. So you're holding out to get him, right? Uh, you're doing your fake interviews with the black coaches, right? You had a coach that you that was already there that you could have just hired in Eric Bieniemy, because mm-hmm. because why why is Ben Johnson such a hot uh, hot candidate? Because of his offensive mind, because what he's doing with with um, golf, with, yeah, with Jared Goff, Eric Bieniemy is that guy for you? Mm-hmm. He's only won two Super Bowls and had the greatest quarterback of all time playing for him and then yeah. made the fifth round pick look like a serviceable starting quarterback in the NFL. Right. So I'm not sure <laughs> that I can follow you on that one. When when this guy, when this guy over here uh last year lost to the Carolina Panthers in yeah. a win in a win and go to the playoff scenario. And then this season went uh 24 seven in the first half and then lost the second half seven to twenty four. Uh, actually, no, uh, seven to thirty-one, I believe, and yeah. and lost the game seven or, or twenty-seven or something like that. Yeah. Uh, also, offense disappears. What I'm saying. Yeah. Also, um, he didn't make you lose out on Mike McDonald. You made you lose out on Mike McDonald because you chose Ben Johnson over Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald wasn't going there. But no, but Ben Johnson was their first choice. Yeah. And then and then when that fell through, they wanted to pivot to Mike McDonald, but. Right. Mike McDonald could have been your first choice and you could have overpaid him, overpaid him, you know, quotes, right? Mm-hmm. And he could have been your guy. You could have outbid the Seahawks. Or like B said earlier, if if Ben Johnson wants 15 million, you say, all right, we'll give you 15 million, bro. Come on, pack your bags, right? You had plenty of options. 
but he didn't screw you. You screwed yourself. And um, the Vergs are in. I left off with Dandy. She said guilty. Commanders are guilty. Uh, they stay on trial. They are guilty of contempt. <laughs> okay, pay the bills. Thank you. <laughs> Noah says guilty. Uh, Luke K says not guilty. Ropai says guilty. J6 but, says but guilty. He's a hater. He says guilty no matter what. <laughs> so this looks like I won this one. It does not look like you won. It looks like I won. <laughs> there it is. Not guilty. <laughs> but but you know, but but just throwing this out there, Washington might be guilty for for hiring uh, what's his name. There it is, incompetence. Yes, definitely incompetence. That's a different trial, though. Again, victim is crime here, but Ben is Johnson it, is still guilty. Is it a, is it a different trial? Because maybe you should have seen this coming. It's the second time he's done it. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, all right, okay. You all, you all, bunch of haters in the chat. You say he's guilty, Ben Johnson. Uh, we sentence you to one more year in, in Detroit, Detroit. <laughs> and and we will adjourn with that, <laughs> and possibly seeing the real Jared Goff. <laughs> Let uh, me moving. stop. Jared Goff had a great year. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> uh, moving on <laughs> to the most important uh, topic of the night. Bryce Young is the one. That, not our words. Not our words. This man's words right here. A lot of stuff didn't go his way that was out of his control. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can't make a play if somebody don't block. You can't make a play if somebody don't catch the ball. Like, And when you watch the tape, like, Bryce did a lot of great things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be a great player, but it takes time. You know, like, I think I came into a situation where, you know, we were struggling, I know, but, like, uh, we still had a lot of good pieces, and, and Nick Casario, our GM, brought in a lot of good vets. You know, D'Amico was the perfect coach for our, our type of team. So, like, I think our rhythm – and, you know, like I said earlier, everybody's path is different. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I had a good rookie year, and Bryce is going to have a great second year. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully I do too, but, like, I know everything's going to be fine for him. And I told him, like, you the one, bro. Yeah. You the one for the reason. Like, don't ever, ever, like, and he's not going to, but don't ever look at yourself different, bro. Right. Like, ever. Like. There you go. That's right. right. Uh, CJ Stroud had a lot to say about his friend, his good friend, mm-hmm. Bryce Young. He said he said something similar to this during the season, too, but before they played each other. Right. And he lost to Bryce Young, like like people like to point out. Why, like, I would like to point out it's a fact. It happened. So... He has a lot people, of faith. People like to point out when Bryce Young loses. I can't point out when he wins. Uh, God damn, man. I, 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 no comment. I didn't say anything. I, I just saying you like to point it out. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about CJ Stroud sticking up for his good friend Bryce Young? I'm looking in the chat here and I'm already seeing haters. Haters. Uh, yeah. CJ Stroud, <laughs> that cap. Uh, Nice guy, CJ Stroud, which is, you know is implying that he's telling a lie because he's friends with Bryce. Uh, you know, he's just he's just being nicer about it. But go back to Luke K. Go back to Luke uh, K. Why do you think? Why do you think that's Cap Luke K? You you think Bryce Young isn't good? Be, and, and, and Luke K, I'm not sure if you're new. If you're new, uh, welcome. But B is a Panthers fan. I'm the Ravens yes. fan, right? Uh, and, and we we watch a lot of both teams. Okay. Uh, what you saw stat wise from from Bryce Young, what you saw, saw in the highlights, that does that 
not even close to telling the whole story. It's not even close. Uh, that was a disastrous season by that whole team. Is that my phone ringing? Professional. Um, uh, yeah. But so the reality is, you know, CJ is right. The O-line didn't block anybody last year. They didn't really have any receivers last year. Adam Thielen went over a thousand yards by default almost uh, because Adam Thielen is pretty close to done. Uh, Jonathan Mingo had a bad rookie season. Terrence Marshall didn't show up at all. DJ Chark wasn't much of anything. Uh, and again, the O-line didn't block anybody. And they had a lot of injuries, particularly on the O-line. Uh, you know, Bryce Christensen and Austin Corbett uh, were hurt most of the year. Austin Corbett tore his ACL last season, came back, and almost immediately tore his, uh, I believe it was MCL. Uh, so, you know, they played 15 different guards. That's two positions. They played 15 different people in those two positions. So it was an all-around bad season. Frank Reich did a bad job. Uh, but we could see. Now, I mean, I'm not going to say that Bryce you know, didn't make any mistakes. He made a lot of mistakes. He made a lot of bad throws, bad reads. Uh, but you could see the talent that he has. You know, he made a lot of great plays as well. Uh, <laughs> so like, you can see why he was the number one pick. But. Nobody can pull a team like Carolina, you know, as bad as Carolina was last year, out of you know the the the, the dumpster by themselves. Yeah, uh, they need better coaching, they need better players, uh, and they need to be healthy. You know, I don't think that you know what you saw out of Bryce Young last year is just the story on Bryce Young. And and listen, Jared Goff is a a perfect example. Jared Goff had one of the worst rookie years of all time. His rookie year was worse than Bryce's rookie year. Uh, when he was playing under Jeff Fisher, right? As soon as Sean McVay got there. I forgot there, he started with Jeff Fisher. That's right. Yeah. As and they were on hard knocks. Yeah. And as soon as Sean McVay got there, he started playing a lot better. They got to the Super Bowl. He went to Detroit. He doesn't even have Sean McVay anymore, and he's continuing that, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the, the situation matters a lot for, for young players, the, the situation they come into. And CJ came into a great situation, uh, and, and he played great. You know, but Bryce came into a terrible situation. So, you know, we have to wait and see what they do this offseason, uh, how they, they choose to put some playmakers around him, what they choose to do on the O-line. Because, again, you know, we've talked about this. I think that them being just getting healthy, uh, I don't think you're going to see them make too many changes. Maybe you bring in another tackle. Uh, and I think it's fair to do that because you got to replace Taylor Moten in the next couple of years anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know. So I think maybe they do that, but and, and obviously they need depth. They need depth everywhere on the team. Yeah. But the the interior O line was ravaged by injury. Yeah. Uh, if Bryce Christensen comes back and he's healthy, if Austin Corbett comes back and he's healthy, you know Chandler Zavala, they drafted him last year. He'll he'll be a depth piece for them uh, potentially. Uh, I think that you'll see the O line playing a lot better. And also when you don't have a coaching staff that's trying to stab each other in the back and, and, you know, being a spy for the owner that that should help everything uh, as well. Uh, so I, I agree with CJ. I think that, you know, year two is going to be much better for Bryce than year one. Yeah. I mean, look, it, last year was disastrous. It was disastrous and, and pay the bills as a here. Bryce young is just more proof. Football is a team game for sure. Yeah. For yeah sure. We talk about quarterback being the most important position. And once you get your quarterback, you know, you should be you should be contending. And that's true, but it's not just getting the quarterback. But once you find the quarterback, it should be easy to build around him. But you yeah. still got to do the building part. 
yeah, they they need a lot of work. You know, I thought uh, that coaching staff last year was built to really build, uh, you know, develop Bryce Young, but it just it was just a disaster. I thought that they would, you know, the O line was going to be one of the better O lines in the league. Ike Mukwanu, his, his rookie year looked fine, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't look great, but he, he didn't he didn't look like he did this year. You know, and then you did have a lot of injuries to the interior O line, so that that derailed things. Um, Jonathan Mingo wasn't the the player we thought he would be, uh, at least in his rookie year. So it all looks bad right now. But man, I, I I feel like this coaching staff that you have now is going to look like what I thought this coaching staff this year um, was was going to look like. I think Canales, you got it right with Canales and his coaching staff. I think some of the players that you have on your team aren't going to be as bad as they looked last year. I, I don't think Iquano is going to be that bad next year. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Uh, Chandler Zavala got you know, famously uh, was graded zero by a <laughs> in one of his games, so he can't be as bad. He can't. It's, a, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> well, it's impossible to get worse. I guess he could continue to get zeros, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very unlikely. Very, very unlikely. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think things are looking up with the coaching staff. I think it was a good, solid hire, and I think that David Tepper – has finally gotten the message that he needs to take a step back and let the people he hires do their jobs. So I'm curious, uh, people in the chat, especially the the Panthers fans in the chat, uh, we we got we got we got to get some more Panthers fans over here too. Okay, like the the Ravens fans over here, they just they're 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 outweighing the Panthers fans. I don't know this. Jay's a, is a Panthers fan. I know Omar Tillman is a Panthers fan. Uh, let your people know. Okay, share this out. Uh, but what do you think of Rayshon? Do you think? He's just bad, or do you think bad situation and it could get better? B has presented his case. I presented that case as well. Uh, we think Bryce Young is actually going to be a good quarterback. Okay, and there are signs of it. Okay, you watch watch uh, JT O'Sullivan QB school. He's done a couple game game film on him breakdowns, and he sees the same thing. He sees a quarterback that has it, but very bad situation. Okay. Uh, let's see. Jay says, let me start looking up left tackle prospects in 2024. And maybe if there's a top notch wide receiver, we will take them. Yeah. Yep. Alex says bad situation. Uh, Hendo says Bryce is going to ball in a few years. Few. Wow. Like three years. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be better next year. I don't think he's, you know, it's, it's a lot to overcome next year, but I think he'll be better. And I think year three, he'll really get going. Daniel says, bad situation. Bryce is an extremely ta- talented guy. Yeah. Uh, NDT says, did y'all pivot podcast? Ryan Clark was speaking fire. Are you saying, did y'all see pivot podcast? Did you miss the clip that we played? That, that was from the pivot podcast uh, from CJ Stroud. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, no, no. We, we, think, we think Bryce has a bright future ahead of him. And honestly, you know, I... I <sighs> We're going to get on David Tepper because I think he's just a bad owner, but the right move was made uh, firing Frank Reich during the season. Yeah, right. It was it was a disaster. I was I was one of the people saying just just wait it out. You can't you can't fire another coach already. You just hired him, but it was an absolute train wreck, and it was the right thing just getting rid of him. And I think that they were smart in going to Canales a year early. Yes. Uh, you know, because he, if, if you know, nobody else was really talking to Canales, I think maybe he had one other head coaching interview. If you just kind of sat out and said, oh, he's not the guy this year, uh, you're going to have a lot of competition 
to try and get him next year, uh, you know, depending on who they, they went with this season. But I think they got a, a guy who, who's a very uh, bright offensive mind. You know, he's a young guy, and he, he, he kind of – he looks like he has the plan, right? Uh, you know, he's got good energy. He had his whole staff built out pretty quickly. He's able to to convince uh, Evero to stay on as, as defensive coordinator, and they kept most of that staff as well. Uh, so, like I said, as long as Tepper gets out of the way uh, and gives them the time that they're going to need, I think it's going to be a, a positive outcome. Because, you know, we've talked about this before as well. Everybody kind of says they want to be the Steelers. They want to be the Steelers. They want to be the Steelers. Uh, you know, and now the Patriots because they won the most Super Bowls. But you look at the Steelers, the Steelers don't fire their coaches. You know, they've, right. had, you know, they, they, they've had like five, four or five coaches over the last 70 years. Right, so even if they if it's not going well initially, or, or you know they hit a slump or something like that, they stand by the coaches because they believe in that continuity, and continuity does wonders for for teams. You just have to make sure that you have the right guy initially. All right, Andy T Sports says Bryce is going to be uh, great. He's going to be running the NFC soon. All right, That's right, because NFC full of frauds <sighs> like uh, Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott. <sighs> They're not frauds. Osmond says it all depends on Bryce's mental makeup. If he loosens, if he loses his confidence, it's bad. Yes, I think he will be good. Uh, too much talent to fail. I agree. I don't think he's going to lose his confidence. I think he knows that it was the rest of them. Yeah, I no, I, I I think there's enough people around him to let him know that that wasn't your fault. I think this coach Canales in particular coming in. It's you know it's understood. Bryce is your guy. You're not coming in here to usher Bryce out and you bring in your quarterback. This is your quarterback, and yep. he has a reputation of building up quarterbacks. He just did it with Baker, right? So I think everybody's on the same page. I think Canales is is excited to work with Bryce, and I think Bryce is going to be excited to work with Canales. I think that's going to really work out just fine. All right, what are you reading? Jay saying they fired Canada and got infinite or instantly better. I mean, head coaches, Jay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, but, yeah. but they, but even him, they, they, they kept him around way too long. <laughs> Matt Canada. Yes, they did. All right. Um, I like the way, uh, I like the pace of the show. Okay, we're getting out of here soon. Okay, if you want to see more of us tonight, go over to. Right below B, patreon.com slash LBHT show. We're going to be doing the overtime show over there for as little as $5 a month. And I know you have $5. I asked you the question at the beginning of the show. All right. Is it something that you spent 5 or $10 on this week that you just like, I probably shouldn't have bought that. All right. Uh, bought, the, bought the value meal at, at Wendy's or Chick-fil-A and just wasn't that good. You're like, man, I didn't even need it. I wasn't even that hungry and just it just wasn't hitting today, right? We all do it. We all do it. Well, make that investment over here. Okay. You won't regret that. And that's gonna last you the whole month. And then some if you if you if you want to continue, right? Yes. But you get access to our Discord, which is always there's always people in there. You see us in there all the time posting things. It's a lot of fun. All right. Uh, and we don't kick anybody out. So you sign up now and later on, you know, you're like, hey, that's, you know, I, I like my I like my Wendy's value meal too much. Can't give it up. That's fine. Stay in the discord. We're building a community over there. All right. So, you know, one time sign up and, and you'll get access to it. It's easy as that. But the overtime show is well worth it. Yes. Discord is fire. It is fire. 
but the overtime show it's a it's a whole nother show uh you know hendo will probably be in there you know the, we have a lot of people come through and just we just hang out and we talk about all kinds of different topics it's not always sports uh but it's always a good time all right mm-hmm. and you know we got other perks like we got a coin uh the lbht crew coin all right we gotta change the logo that's our old logo but the, the coin is fire all right we got stuff like that a lot of perks so check it out patreon.com slash lbht show uh we're trying to get to a hundred patreon members i think we're at like 60 60 some uh members now help us reach 100 and the best thing the best thing about it coming up in april on uh, april 6th we are doing a tour of the raven stadium for patreon members only all right i know the ravens didn't win the super bowl this year they're going to win it next year okay so we're going to visit the future super bowl champions we're going to take a tour other stadium and then we're going to hang out afterwards get some lunch someplace in the in the surrounding area it's for patrons only you can be a patron here or the row pod or open mic with otr mike or coach evans from sip to tally films all right if you're signed up to any one of those patreons uh hit us up let us know that you want to go and we'll mark you down and it'll be a good time all right okay what do we have b Next up, we have submitted questions. Ooh, here we go. All right, first up on submitted questions from Jay. The Senior Bowl has passed. The NFL Combine and Pro Days are coming up. Should the Panthers draft a wide receiver with amazing speed or one who can win with route running? Troy Franklin or Lad McConkey? I think it's McConkie, isn't it? I don't know. If it comes down to it. Uh, Jay, obviously both. Uh, <laughs> ideally, you want somebody who's fast who can who can win with route running. Uh, but if you have to pick one, it's got to be route running. Uh, just being fast doesn't doesn't translate. It doesn't, uh, doesn't make you a, a good NFL wide receiver. So if you have to only choose one, it has to be route running. 100%. Yes, route running in hands. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and the route running, route running before hands even. I mean, what what, what did Mike Evans run in the forty? He, I mean, he ran pretty fast. Like not four three, not blazing speed or anything. No, like no, no, no. But uh, I want to say he was a four five, maybe. I, I'm, uh, I can't remember though. Yeah, it's solid for for his size, but like that's not like you know. You, you know, that's not one of those, that. That's not necessarily a. You're not considering a four five a deep threat. Right, but Mike Evans is considered a deep threat because he can catch everything and he can get away from any anybody. Right, yeah. so yeah, get somebody like that. Get a good player. Next up from Donnie J five one nine four. Who do you think would be a better head coach for the Ravens, Ray Lewis or Peyton Manning? <laughs> Peyton Manning. I I think Peyton Manning is a better communicator. Ray Lewis, he he's a motivator for sure. He's a motivator for sure. Uh, I think, I mean, they're both high IQ. I'm not going to say Peyton Manning has a higher football IQ than Ray Lewis. I don't think he does. But they're both right there. But the thing about those guys that are super motivators, at some point, all right, you, you get the same people around. It's like, all right, man, we heard this before. You don't want to hear that anymore. Right, and his 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 stick was already wearing thin when he was playing. 
Yeah. You remember, y'all remember Trevor Price. Uh, I, I, I can't pick you one of them. Like being a great player doesn't usually doesn't translate into being a good coach because you don't necessarily know how to impart that knowledge that you have. Uh, you know, if you, you know, a big part of being that great a player are, is instinct. Well, hold on. And you have you to... can't teach instinct. No, but you have to pick one. I'm not. I, I, I'm not saying I would. I'm I would pick, pick one, one at the end. I'm just I'm saying. You why said neither one. I, I'm saying I, I wouldn't want to pick either one of them because. Oh yeah. Like, uh, yeah. but I, at the end I will pick one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, teaching and playing are completely, completely, completely different skill sets. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've seen a a all-time great linebacker who was an amazing motivator be a head coach and Mike Singletary did not work out he dropped his pants in the locker room and everybody was like yo what are you doing yeah and they're like please stop (laughs) right uh so yeah I mean I I I don't think that they would be well off hiring either of them but if I had to pick one I'm going to pick Peyton uh I think that you know Peyton just from their their personalities in in the media that you actually see uh seems more laid back and less likely to kind of burn the team out on his message ray lewis like you said he's gonna be a he's gonna be a, you know he's gonna be on 11 every single day yeah. and you're gonna get real tired of it and you know a guy like ray lewis and, and you know i could be completely wrong about this but a guy like ray lewis seems to me if you aren't winning initially it's going to get more frustrated than a Peyton Manning just because of the, the, just the, the personality he has. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to be very frustrated that he can't get it turned around immediately. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, also, I, I prefer laid back coaches. Also, uh, you know, Peyton Manning, you know, he has the football camps every year, mm-hmm. you know, some, you know, a lot, a lot of quarterbacks have gone through there, right? Like yeah. he's done, he's done a little bit of coaching at least at that level, you know, uh, I'm not sure what Ray Lewis does now in terms of coaching or or, or or camps or anything like that. I feel like Peyton Manning, his knowledge of the game now might be a little bit a little bit more relevant, right? Like I said, like I wouldn't pick either one; like they wouldn't be on my list. But those things would, would stand out in my mind if I had to pick between those two. All right. All right. Next question. Next up, we have. I click on the right tab. We've got. Jeremy Miller, what is the best Super Bowl halftime performance? And are y'all excited for Usher? All right, I'll go ahead and go first with that one. Uh, it's a tie with Michael Jackson and Prince. Mm-hmm. And no, not at all excited for Usher. <sighs> it is a tie. Uh, Prince stands out in my head a little bit more. You know, Prince had God on his side. Because it started raining while he was playing Purple Rain. And yeah, you can't you can't plan that. That was just an incredible <laughs> moment. Right? So you cheated. Just, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say he cheated. I'm saying he called in a favor, uh, and it was and it was incredible. Yeah. Um, no, we're not excited for Usher. I'm gonna answer for B. We're not excited for Usher. Uh, we don't. We don't. I mean, we don't really watch halftime shows. All right. Um, and and I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hendo is so excited to watch Usher. That's one of his favorite artists in the yeah. world. Uh, he absolutely hates Usher. In fact, if you if you uh, stop by the Rogue Pod uh, the next time he's live streaming, send in a, don- a donation. Yeah, yeah, even just a dollar with your favorite Usher lyric. He'll love that. 
<laughs> It'll be his favorite thing. Pay the bill says the Janet, the Janet wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> um, all right, what's next? Last up, we have from user. I'm not going to read the rest of it. Uh, what would you like to see Ravens add this offseason? Receiver, running back. I think you got to add a playmaker or game changer on offense. What do you guys think? I'll let you, Raven fan, go ahead and answer that one first. Yes to all of it. Um, everything you said. Receiver, running back, O-line, and uh, and a, a playmaker. Because um, offense is where the focus needs to be. I don't think we need to spend – I think we need to spend very little resources on the defense this year. Okay, If you know our mantra over here, it is hashtag defund the defense. Meaning – the defense, you've already invested the resources into them. Let the offense eat for a change. Stop spending money on that side of the ball. You have a brand new defensive staff. I am Jose, this coordinator, staff, right? And we don't know what we're going to have in Zach Orr. I like Zach Orr. I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping the best for him, but we don't know what we're going to have in him yet. And there's a lot of players on that side of the ball that, you know, they, they want to be paid. They, they're ready to be paid. They're going to be free agents. And we don't have the money to spend on them. Okay. We drafted a whole lot on that side of the ball. Drafted a whole lot on the side of the ball. We have two edge rushers, rounds one and two that, that we, we we wanted, right? Okay. You, you wanted those guys. They're, they're still there. Go use them. Or admit that you did a terrible job in the draft EDC. And round four, you got Tavius Robinson, too. And Tavius Robinson. Yes. So uh, you, you drafted you drafted um, Simpson, Trenton Simpson. I think it was the second round, uh, third round, third round. I think it was third round. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Trenton Simpson in the third that. round. Um, he didn't look bad in the game. He played. Right. But it's time to let those guys play and see what we have. Um, and then the, the following year. You can fill in holes as necessary. Now, yes, you'll you'll get some guys late in the draft on defense. You get some guys, some undrafted free agents. You might get a, a veteran here or there, or whatever. That's fine. But your top resources, okay, the bulk of your money that you spend this offseason, your top picks. If you even use your first round pick, I prefer that you trade that pick, right? I want Justin Jefferson. All right, B thinks it's a pipe dream, but I say go for it. All right, uh, I know Stephon Diggs will be available. I also said go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Stefan Days, I, I think he'll at least be shopped. I don't know if he'll if they'll actually trade him, but he'll be shopped. Saquon Barkley, yes, you know, we, we talked about Saquon Barkley, Jeremy, so you can just sign him, but that's where the focus needs to be this offseason the offense. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I think they should go after uh, Saquon Barkley and not just Saquon Barkley, go sign Saquon and then go get. Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, out of Indianapolis if he hits free agency, or T. Higgins if he hits free agency. Uh, make a run at Mike Evans if he he should hit free agency if Baker's as good a teammate as people like to think he is. <laughs> I, 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 keep, I keep saying this. Like, they're both free agents. Baker's going to get the tag if he doesn't get his deal done. So if you're Mike, call him up and say, hey, maybe don't get your deal done until after the deadline. That's Baker, all. They're going to throw... They're gonna throw an offer thinking that Baker's gonna is gonna try to counter. He can be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that is it for submitted questions. Uh, thank you very much. Let me go ahead and make sure I put these points in here. Speaking of, for the new people, okay, we still got about 60 people in the chat. People always leave when they're, when there's points to be given out. All right, we are getting near the end of the show, but uh, if we read your question on air, uh, you get points. What are those points good for? Every month, we give away prizes. The person with the most points gets a prize of their choosing within a certain amount of uh, cash Speaking value. Of Buck, uh, let us know what you want. Yes, Buck is—he's the winner for January. Congratulations, Buck! Mm-hmm. Right? He's the, yeah, he's the overall winner for January. Yeah. Yes, he has the most points, and then we have to do a drawing. The second prize is a drawing for anybody that has at least a thousand points. How do you check your points? Uh, you'll see people uh, throughout the night putting in the chat uh, exclamation point points. Right? You type that in the chat and. Our, our stream bot will let you know how many points you have, right? Like Jeremy has 1,200 points. He is going to qualify for the next drawing, okay? You just need 1,000 points. How do you get points? Type it in the chat, uh, reading submitted questions, uh, getting trivia right that we're going to do at the end of the show, donating gets you points. Also, going over to lbhtshow.com and signing up for our future newsletter. It's not out yet, but we're getting a newsletter set up. But just go to lbhtshow.com, wait a couple seconds. A nice little box will pop up. It'll be either green or white. It'll pop up. It'll ask you for your email address. Put your email address in there. Let us know. Hey, signed up, and you get an easy 1,000 points. Simple as that. All right? Um, You might notice that a lot of people are getting close to that 1,000 points already. Uh, Congratulations to you lucky few who are here on the first show of February because when I was going through the uh, adjustments, I wanted to test to make sure that the uh, automatic points just for being in the chat was working. Uh, Cause a lot of times it didn't seem like it was, it was giving out the points and shit. So I put it up to a hundred points uh, just for, you know, being in the chat and, and talking. So there are several people who are almost at a hundred already. You saw Jeremy is over, or I mean, almost at a thousand already. You saw Jeremy's over a thousand already. There's, five other people who are within 200 points. So congratulations to y'all. Now that I confirmed that it's working, I went ahead and put the points back down. So that won't be uh, happening <laughs> for people next week. Attitude say, what's going on with this point? He's got zero. I don't know, Attitude What's going on with you? you? You just show up? You probably just showed up, Attitude Pop. You probably just uh, showed up. Because you. So it keeps track of how long you've actually been in the chat. You don't have to, you don't have to say anything necessarily, but if, you have, if, you're, if you're watching... It has supposed to work, right? If you're watch, if you're just watching the show, you get you get watching, a little bit of points. Yeah, you get a little bit of points. If you're talking, you get more points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, I'm so looking you, through the list here, and I don't see attitude pop on it. So attitude pop told himself he just got here. You just got here. You looking for points, attitude? <laughs> unless unless you have uh, some sort of something running that's blocking the the bot from detecting your account uh, I don't no know. he he probably just came in this is the first show of the month so if you just if you just tuned in yeah your points have been reset for the month that's all that's all don't panic yeah yes. reset the points uh just before the show uh so we can do the the drawing and everything um so yeah you, the last huh do you want to do a drawing now uh, well, we'll do it at, at trivia time because we okay. still got to talk a little bit about the NBA. All right. Let's, uh, trade let's... deadline predictions. The trade deadline is tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, there there is, so, you know, there's rumors of activity. Shout out to the 30 NBA teams 
who didn't want to throw us a bone and make a big trade before the show tonight. Uh, there have been a couple minor trades, but the Lakers are still kind of circling DeJunte Murray. Uh, the Nets fielding offers for, for Mikhail Bridges. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, what do you think? Do you think the Nets are going to follow through and actually trade him tomorrow? I think so. And is it going to uh, be to the Lakers? You guys want Mikhail Bridges? Yes. I want anybody no. who can score. No, uh, <laughs> they they are because because they've been they they've been putting they they've been leaking out the offers that been that been you know coming their way for Mikael Bridges, who's a talented player. He's not a superstar player, but he's he's good. He's very good. And uh, the last rumor that was put out there was somebody offered them five first round picks. Right? How did they not say yes immediately? I mean, they didn't say what kind of, you know, how those picks were to play out. Because you know how the NBA. Um, oh, and shout out to Buck for the donation. Appreciate that. It says, uh, is Clay done? Is Clay cooked? Yeah, he's done. Yeah. But, uh, well, no, no. He's not done. He's cooked. He's not done. Because he, he'll still get a job. And in the NBA, as long as, long as your key card still works, you collect mm-hmm. all of those checks. Because... As soon as you sign your contract, that's 100% guaranteed. So he is not done. <laughs> um, but no, I do think they are going to trade Mikel Bridges. I think when, when these stories get leaked out, that is a negotiation tactic to try to get more people involved or, or to, you know, raise the price or whatever. I think they do find a trade partner. I think he will get traded because, I, you know, they, they got offered the number two pick, right, uh, for uh, from Portland. Yeah, and uh, Henderson. Well, I mean, it was the Scoot Henderson and uh, and the guard who is a lot like Mikael Bridges. I thought yeah. they should have taken that. Yeah, so they they opted to stick with Mikael Bridges. I think Mikael Bridges uh, was in their long term plans, but uh, Cam Thomas has really he's really turned it up this year, right? Cam Thomas was real streaky last year. He'll have a 30, 40 point game, no problem, and then he'll get 10 the next game. Uh, this year is different. He's been more consistent, and we're still not, you know, we're we're borderline uh playoff team. Uh, we might sneak in there, but we're not competing for a championship right now. So, <clears throat> you know, it's easy to move on from Mikhail Bridges right now and and you know, acquire some more picks and just you know have a young team and just put ourselves in position to where we have a, a, a competitive team and there's a star or superstar out there that we can get, you know, we have the resources to get them. So, you know, I, I think, I think now's the time to go ahead and move on from them. But if they, if they don't, you know, that wouldn't surprise me either, but I, I, I think, I think it happens. If somebody offers you five first round picks, he should be out the door already. This That's is a, the rumor. That's it's a, a rumor. Brian. It's a Brian Burns situation. I don't want to trade Brian Burns, but if somebody offers you two first plus, you move him and you move him immediately because he's not worth that. Right. <laughs> and and by the way, attitude pop, you, you came up on the list just now. I saw it. 0. 0.08 hours. You've been in here, huh? And hitting that, <laughs> hitting that points button. Anyway. Uh, no, I, I think that, that uh, yeah, the, the nets, if they're getting those kind of offers, you got to move him. He's not a star. Yeah. He's a guy who can score uh, and, and he, he can score fairly efficiently. But he's not somebody who's going to put the team on his shoulders and, and get you wins, right. uh, you know. So he's not somebody who needs to stick around long term. Uh, as I said, if 
if if they are getting that kind of an offer, absolutely take it. Hundred yeah. percent. That's now, the rumor. It hasn't now, been confirmed. That's the rumor. Now listen, you, you you did say something there that that you know you had to take in consideration as well. Not all picks are created equal. Yes. Right. Uh, Lakers picks are worth more. So <laughs> if the Lakers make an offer, you go ahead and send him to LA. Uh, we gonna we gonna send. Back, <laughs> you know you know you know you know what you know what Brooklyn has regretted for a long time. What moving on from D'Angelo Russell? We'll send him back home. We'll send when, him right when back. do you have a when do you when when's your next first round pick? When do you actually have a first round pick again? I'm offended by the question. I mean, they just had a first round pick. You're acting like they're the Rams over here and haven't picked anybody since 2014. They just had a first round pick last year. Did they? Uh, Not theirs. Yeah, yeah Jalen Hood Shafino. They drafted last year. First round. I think it was like pick 17 or something like that. Um their next pick, I want to say. I want to say is the 27 pick. I'm not 100% sure on that, though. Right. right. Not not 100%, not 100% sure. Uh, but maybe you should have picked up the phone earlier and you could have had last year's <laughs> pick. But that's on you. Uh, so now the Lakers also, you know, they're, they're, they're struggling. They're struggling to, to stay around 500. Been talk about firing Darwin Ham. Hasn't happened for whatever reason. Been a lot of talk about trading for DeJunte Murray. Uh, and there's been a lot of teams who are in on DeJounte Murray. Just a little while ago, you know, it came out, a headline came out that uh, DeJounte Murray was declared inactive tonight, which means DeJounte Murray about to get traded. He's on the okay. move. Uh, so I, I do think they'll get it done. Uh, D'Angelo, despite himself, has been playing pretty well recently, raising up that stock. I got I to gotta give it to D'Angelo. And a shout out to D'Lo. Uh, doing right by the Lakers, getting his stock up at an all-time high right before the trade deadline. That's what champions do. That's what heroes do. And that's what D'Angelo did. So I think he's going to be on his way to Atlanta. Uh, DeJounte Murray is going to come in, and he might be taking Austin Reeves with him. I don't really care. The uh, Atlanta fans, were, and they, don't, they don't want him. Uh, you know what? In Atlanta fans, no, notoriously low IQ fans. <laughs> okay, They don't know what they want. They don't know what they're talking about. I mean, they were out there talking about, hey, they made the right pick, Trey Young over Luca. So whatever, All right? You don't listen to what they say. You take D'Angelo, you take Austin Reeves. Who is going to stop a backcourt of Trey Young, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves? Don't answer that. Just take it. Keep playing. <laughs> You're going to the playoffs. It's all. It's all good. Send DeJounte to L.A. Fire Darvin Ham, and let's get it moving. What's up? What's up, Jacob? Okay. What do you mean? What's up, Jacob? We're live. <laughs> he's he's assistant up, producer. Jacob? He's he's letting us know. Hey, it's almost time to wrap it up. All right. He's, he's keeping us. He's, he's he's keeping us on track here. All Good right. Gracious <laughs> sakes, alive. Super Bowl Super predictions. Bowl predictions again. We, is it still the Chiefs for you? Chiefs, absolutely. It's the Chiefs. All right. Uh, I did hear a story. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. They said Eric Bieniemy um, was actually um, he, he was help. Here you go. Right. Sorry, sorry. Jay's got the answer. Depends on the Pelicans. If they take our twenty twenty four pick, then they take our twenty twenty five pick. So the next pick that's ours is twenty twenty six. Okay, not but good. The, Pel- the Pelicans get one of those picks. Okay, not good enough. All right, now they're saying that that Eric Bieniemy the week that they played the Ravens. Uh, was like what do you think, TJ? The week that the that the Chiefs were playing the Ravens, Eric Bieniemy 
was helping install some 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 plays, you know, you know, for the game plan against us while still being employed by the Washington Commanders. Okay, how dare they? That should that shouldn't be legal. It's absolutely legal. Coaches do that all the time. You're still working for another team. You can't go. Coaches call other coaches all the time, just like players call other players. He was, but he was in a locker room with them. I don't care. Like I said, coach, they, they, they talk to other coaches all the time. Players talk to other players all the time to try and get an edge. You know, it, it, I mean, I, I I don't care. Like, I care. So what? So you care because you lost. So, so, yes. So now we know why. Now we know what really happened. Eric Bieniemy. That's what happened. And, <laughs> and I, I think I think Eric Bieniemy is going back to Kansas City. Um you know, yeah, they're, they're leaking out all the stuff. All oh, players miss him. Andy Reid said his yeah. his coaching future is bright. Blah blah blah. Pat Pat went to ESPN.com, clicked on stats, offensive team stats, and had to scroll a little too far before he saw Kansas City. He was like, "You know who I miss?" <laughs> they you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't as bad, it wasn't as bad as, as, as I made it out to be. They were watching tape. Like, they're like. <laughs> They're like, yo, Kadarius Tony did not look this bad last year. What happened? They, they, they threw all that film. They're like, look at us. Look at us smiling, <laughs> jumping around, dancing, all these coordinated team celebrations. <laughs> like, what, what happened? You know, we were arguing, but I think I was just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I was hangry. That wasn't angry. I was hangry. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, that's, that's a Super Bowl prediction. It's still the Chiefs. Yes, it's still the Chiefs. I, I do not, and, and look, it's going to be this way until he actually does it. I do not trust Brock Purdy to win a Super Bowl at all. Yeah. I don't trust Kyle Shanahan to win a Super Bowl at all. He's choked away two Super Bowls I, already. I do trust everybody else on that team to, to win a Super Bowl. I, I do. I do. <laughs> I trust everybody else on that team as well. But the two most important people on the team, I don't trust them. One of them I know is a choker, certified choker, choked away two Super Bowls already. Yep, gosh, two of them. Yeah, he all right. Didn't even have a shot at a third. Green Bay and Detroit. Yeah, that's that's true. All right, trivia time. Let's it get is it going. trivia time, isn't it? All right, so I'm going to ask this question. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go ahead and do the spin for uh, for the twenty five dollar Amazon gift card. This is for points. How do the points break out here? Uh, so for the trivia. The first answer gets a thousand points. The second to answer gets seven fifty, and the third to answer gets five hundred. Okay, there you go. B's going to ask his question, and then we're going to do a trivia spin, and then you're going to answer your questions, and then we're going to get out of here and get ready for the overtime show. All right. So, with the trade deadline being tomorrow, you know we're coming up on the uh, on the All Star break for the NBA, which is kind of you know when. Teams might get a little little more serious. They start to gear up for that playoff run. Fans get a little more engaged because the playoffs are right there, you know, right over the horizon. Uh, who all time has the best post all-star break record in the NBA in a season, one season? Who and what year? What, what team? What team? I, I, and I will throw this one out there for you. I'll give you a free one, free hint. It is not either the seventy-two and ten Bulls or the seventy-three and nine Golden State Warriors. It's neither one of them. I have a guess. Yeah, I have a guess. I'll wait. Sorry. Okay, pick a team. What year? 
All right. Um, <clears throat> yes, and this is for points. All right. And and while you guys are while you guys are are, are making your guesses and and using Google, which is highly encouraged around here. All right. <laughs> um, go and remind you guys one more time. Patreon.com slash LBHT show is where we will be discussing uh, what we have up here. What's, what's on the overtime show this week? Steven Jackson. Okay. Steven Jackson uh, talking gibberish, right? Not making any sense. Just, just inserting himself into some made up beef and um, it's involving Austin Rivers and Bronny James. We'll discuss that. We're going to discuss some Xbox news and and more. We'll talk some more football as well. Okay. And if anything else that you want to talk about, go over to patreon.com slash LBHT show and uh, we can talk about it. All right. It's that kind of laid back type of environment. All right. Um, also, I, I've said this before, lbhtshow.com. That is our website. Uh, you go over there and sign up for our newsletter. Let us know. That's an easy 1,000 points. That was yes. 1,000 points will automatically qualify you for this drawing that B is about to do. We do it every month. That's for a $25 Amazon gift card. All right. So sign up to the newsletter. Uh, it's not out yet, but it'll be coming soon. Uh, we're putting a lot of effort into this. All right. So uh, help support our efforts. You know, give, give us give us your give us your email. You can trust us. You trust YouTube. All right. Trust us. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you see any answers in there? I do. I I'm saying the Miami Heat. I, I, I'm saying Jeremy's answer. 2012 Miami Heat. Okay. 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 Osmond picked Miami Heat, but you got put the you got put the year. Osmond, I'm trying to help you out. Put the year. Put the year. I don't know if that's the right answer. I could be leading you down a very, very bad path here, but I'm guessing. While we while we wait for uh another, you know, some more answers to come in, go ahead and do the prize spin for January. All right. Here's the wheel. Everybody's name who had a thousand points is on there. It's not really uh focusing in on my phone. This this is why I'm also Apple very phone. excited for this to be the last stream yard oh, thing. So we don't, don't have don't to tell. Don't tell. But anyway, here we go. We're spinning. All right, what we got? Reds won. Reginald. Big Reg won. It was so close. So close, Ivy. It was so close. So close. With large Big Reginald against the win. Congratulations, <laughs> Reg. Uh, hit us up with your email, and we'll send the gift card out to you uh, asexually. Uh, right. Now, you know, I don't see any more answers coming in, but... I'm going to go ahead and call it, and I'm going to give it to Jeremy Miller, ah. the 2012 Miami Heat, uh, the 2012-2013 Miami Heat, who went 30-2 and two after the All-Star break. Yeah. 30-2, and two, pretty, pretty ridiculous record. Uh, and then, of course, they went on to win the NBA title. That's why I, I don't really panic about. I mean, I, I don't really panic when 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 teams that that should be competing for championships start out slow because every team starts to pick it up after the All Star break. But they took it to a different level. There's a lot of pressure on them to win. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure on them. Uh, this was after they lost to the to the Mavericks, right? The year after. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know. 
that there there's there was a lot of pressure for them to win. So they they really turned it up and they they finished strong. Yeah. Uh, so congrats to Jeremy Miller who is on y'all's necks with this uh, with this lead he's already building in the loyalty points for the month of February. Uh, he got the thousand points there. Going to give Osmond the five hundred uh, for getting the team correct, even though he didn't put the year. And Brandon Buck gets a seven fifty for getting the correct. Uh, team and year all right yeah jeremy miller off to a hot start all right look at that 2200 points already bucks in second stream elements you don't get points <laughs> <laughs> no that doesn't count you're the year you, you can't you're, you're an employee you don't get to you don't get to participate jada six is actually in third osmond is fourth pay the bills is fifth danity six rita seventh i'd be saying eighth eight and I, I didn't put the rest in there, but yes, that top 10 will be updated. Stream elements, you do not get points, sir. Oh, okay. Noah said he signed up for the newsletter. That's what I'm talking about. Be Thank awesome. You, like Noah. no, Noah just, Noah's gonna get a thousand points. Noah's gonna yes, get the, it's yes, that easy. Is. Tell him how easy it was, Noah. Put in chat how easy it was. Sign up, just put your email in there. And again, it's you know, look, we, we're not gonna spam y'all. We're, you know, we're gonna give you a high quality newsletter. It's not going to be a, a daily thing or anything like that. So, um, yes. And just us. like that, Noah's in second. Just like that. Boom. All right. Okay. That is it, B. Uh, are you ready to get out of here? I am very ready to get out of here. All right. One more time before we get out of here. Patreon.com slash LBHT show. That's where we're going to be next. Patrons get ready. The overtime show will be starting in a few minutes. Everybody else, thank you so much. Have a great night. And we will see you next time. Peace.